Hey everybody, uh, just a heads up, this is going to be an on-location episode recorded live or in, in person uh, at the Dickens Fair. So if you uh, don't like, uh, there's going to be drums, there's going to be music, and uh, there's going to be unpredictable things. Uh, so if you don't like those, you know, I got plenty of other episodes, but if you do, uh, be prepared to be immersed and to sleep in the world of the Dickens Fair. Uh, that you hear all around you. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep live at the Dickens Fair uh, in the Cow Palace, the outer regions of the Cow Palace on the uh, edge of San Francisco and Daly City. Five weekends every holiday season here in the Bay Area. You can descend yourself into Victorian London. This is not a paid, uh, uh, whatever you call it. This is something that's been a holiday tradition of mine. I think like for about eight years I procrastinated. I said, one day I want to go to that Dickens Fair. And then I said to my girlfriend at the time, I'd like to go to that Dickens Fair and thing. And she looked at me and, uh, straight, you know, but... Uh, you know, the one day I made it here, and uh, since then, almost yearly, uh, except for my first year on the wagon, I've made it here. Uh, you hear bicycle bells and jingling, and, and you can just hear the dense chatter of uh, conversations and Dickensian characters. There's a man here, and he's, uh, he's, he's pitching for a show. And, uh, you know, maybe, I'll, maybe, maybe uh, you know, I'll check out his show. You can hear songs just starting to start of Fezziwig's Warehouse. So this is a podcast, which if you're new here, normally we don't do on-location ambient episodes just a few times a year because uh, it's one of our favorite things here at Sleep With Me. So welcome. And, uh, you know, this is a podcast to put you to sleep. This, you know, this might, be, this might be either the best one to start with or the worst one, but... Uh, I can guarantee you I'll be using my lulling, soothing, less creaky dulcet tones, even though my voice is creaky. You know, the, the normal, the no, no, the back. I see Alice and uh, the uh, rabbit from uh, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and not the, is that, that's not the Mad Hatter. It's uh, the, you know, the uh, he's got a straw in his head. Um, but, yeah, I'm here, and this is a podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, just here at a little alley here at the Dickens Fair. A couple of beautiful signs here at the Dickens Fair. There's uh, the Beecham Pills. Try Beecham Pills, the world's medicine. From the earliest days of medical science, no antidote has achieved such a great reputation as Beecham's Pills. Uh, their curative powder power is universally acknowledged for bilious nerve bi. L-I-O-U-S and nervous disorders, indigestion with his dreaded allies and for assisting nature in all her wonderful functions. So I think it's uh, makes me maybe makes you know makes the uh, train go choo-choo. Uh, there's also a nice sign here for by J.A. Simmer Seeds uh, and it's a carrot man. And then this beautiful sign. Uh, it's a pale moon. I think it's for the store here, the shop. Uh, just a just a beautiful sign. Um, 
and, it, and I'll try to, I think I've reported, yeah, this is the Pale Moon Shop, and uh, another sign here for Laird's Bloom of Youth, uh, complexion and skin, uh, beware of counterfeits, uh, price 10 slash 6. I don't know what 10 slash 6 means, is that, uh, you know, how many hay pennies will do? I'll tell you, as many as you need to have fun here at the Dickens Fair, uh, one hay penny or two. If you haven't got a hay penny, you get you listen to this podcast for free. So I got you covered, you know, here at the Dickens Fair. So yeah, this is the Pale Moon Shop uh, that I saw the sign. Beautiful, beautiful things. Uh, I don't know if you could call them. I don't know if they're ceramics, but maybe I'll get my mom's. Uh, there's a uh, you know, pendants and Christmas ornaments, there's necklaces, there's mirror frames, there's picture frames. Uh, one of the nicer constructed shops, too, it's in the center aisle here, and it's just, it's got a clock, and it's green. It's just just a, a lovely, lovely, not that far from Dark Garden, and... Uh, it's even got glass lighting, and inside it's uh, carpeted floors, um, hand-cast mirrors. So it's casting and ornaments uh, made from uh, something leather or cast. I don't know what the first one is. I can't. Let me get a little closer, and let me see if I can and give you a little more. Um, no, I can't. So I don't. That, that'll remain a mystery. And then you have Passiflora. You can get sil- sil- silhouettes here, uh, 14 gold, ri- 14 karat gold rings at uh, the Celtic Wedding Ring Shop. Uh, let me see the name of the shop here. Transformation. Yeah, so it's transformation. I believe I covered that in day one. Uh, some of the lovely shops here outside of the Dark Garden. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Okay, another live report here from the Dickens Fair. I'm not that far from Grenadier's Gates, but what you may be hearing and why I'm here is, uh, there's the steam sounds of a printing press behind me. And, uh, you know, it is like uh, they're printing, uh, bills and they're printing papers. Uh, you know, uh, and it's the elite printing company, uh, Walter Von Konsky, K-O-N-S-K-Y is the founder. There's two presses in effect. I don't know if they are steam. I think they are steam-powered. Um, I mean, I hear something. It also looks like in the back they have a traditional, um, you know, pressing press. Uh, but where else could you get, uh, you know, steam, you know, something pressed, uh, I see, see, see uh, some graffiti. It says uh, uh, rat tart. And there's some other printing. You know, you can really get descended here into the Dickens Fair. Um, as you walk, I see a couple here walking towards me arm in arm. Uh, smiles on their face. Again, bottom and top teeth. A dulcimer is hammering away in the background. Uh, and, the, you know, this, this, is, this is why we're here. The curious... Uh, Wonder Cabinet. Uh, it, it, actually, that's a new. That's a shop I haven't seen before. We'll have to take a walk over there. It looks like they have some um, portraits of animals wearing hats. I mean, how how could you go wrong with that? I mean, how could you go wrong with shopping 
at a curious wonder cabinet um and you know getting some press you know steam pressed uh, items you know did, uh, it, it, i mean you can't go wrong with that it's uh it's here at the dickens fair and i mean well yeah i'm listening to steam bauer and i'm listening to the sweet hammering of the dulcimer right maybe i mean it could be another i could be wrong i could you know again day one of the dickens fair and maybe my brain, you know, maybe my dulcets have been dulcet, dulcimer hammer dulcets. I mean, mine don't sit. Well, they say, why? Yeah, how did your how did your dulcets get so creaky, scoots? And also, you did this material on day one. Well, you know, well, no, not this material. Uh, I have dulcimer ham, ha, hammer dulcets. That's why my uh, creaky dulcets are so creaky. Uh, thanks for asking. And yeah, we're here. Uh, at Grenadier's Gate in the printing press. Can't see, I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing the backside of the printing press. And it's, uh, it's uh, mesmerizing watching it. Emotion is slow. It's not like in the movies where they say, you know, somebody wins something or somebody loses something. The printing of the press is slow and deliberate. Three or four, four workers here at the printing press. And, you know, they're working hard. And uh, uh, I'm watching a guy do copy or whatever you call it, uh, aligning um, uh, something. Uh, and there's, uh, you know, people in the back. Uh, what are those? Those are the print, print of the press. You see, you're one, you're one foot away from printing press and four printers, Scoots. And it looks like he's greasing the press. Maybe he's inking it up uh Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, I had to hear from a stranger. They said setting the type. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Who needs facts when you can have, you know, other human beings help you out? Um, it's it's a bustle in, inside the Spring Restaurant. It's in a new location here. So somehow I almost missed it. Uh, uh, and now he's showing the type. Uh, one of the printers, one of the printers is... Uh, I can't even print. You know, I could use a printing press. If I could communicate by printing press, um, all my problems would go away because, one, it would be legible. Two, it prevent you say, okay, well, I can. I only communicate. Well, how would you deal with all those uh, overreaction issues, Scoots? Uh, um, and are you going to make that a public apology? I will after this. Yes, I will. Um, I, uh, but, yeah, I, would c- I communicate by printing press now. So, actually, I have a team of printers, so I'm also bankrupt. But, uh, yeah, it, it cre- keeps me from overreacting because, uh, you know, the, when, when, you're, when the press is printing, and, you know, types got to get set and all that. So, yeah, usually I just shrug. Yeah, also non-ver- mostly nonverbal communication. But when it has to be communicated, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, by printing press. And, oh, I have an apology to give out uh, to uh, um, a man who works here. I won't name his name, but la- you know, I, I, you know, uh, because I need to communicate by printing press. I do have, despite my lulling, soothing tones, I'm not always chill, a chill dude uh, off the mic. And uh, there were some issues with the recording, and uh, you know, because I mean, when you're a sleep podcaster, they don't exactly, you know, they do actually. Denise and the team here, Red Barton Productions, have gone out of their way. But, you know, they also don't want somebody like old scoots coming here and just recording and stealing their ip so you know there there i had a little disagreement with someone last evening and uh, it wasn't too nasty like mostly nonverbal communication 
um, de- you know, those, uh, those uh, but uh, I made an apology to that person and uh, in person here. Uh, I mean, not the greatest. I said, I'm sorry, though. I did say I'm sorry. So even at the Dickens Fair, I mean, you can't heal wounds, but you could, you know, put a bang. I mean, maybe it did heal wounds. I said, Jesus, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I can be a hassle to deal with, and that's the truth. Uh, even at the Dickens Fair, the truth uh, trinkles in, you know, like a hammering of sweet, sweet dulcimer hammers on a dulcet, or the sweet, sweet type hammering into the press, uh, powered by steam, like a dream, here at the Dickens Fair. Another report, uh, a scooter reporting out. Uh, here with another live report um, here uh, in London. I am observing Fagin's Den. There's some music in the background coming in from the docks, the Metropolitan Police Station. It's a hive, veritable hive of activity. Uh, but, you know, we, you know, not all highbrow activity. Um, Fagin, Oliver, uh, and another, I don't know if it's the Dodger. We got a, we got some young, young, young I don't know if they, like, uh, Oliver's younger than I pictured him in the past. The kid just got into a bat. I think that's where, it, does Oliver sleep in a basket that looks like a dog bed? Is that really where uh, Oliver sleeps? I don't know if that was the artful Dodger. And then I f- always forget the uh, other character's name, uh, Eddie, Eddie or whatever, like Ar- artful Dodger's sidekick. I don't know, Eddie, there's Sykes, uh, there's Nancy, there's Fagan, there's Oliver, and then there's the other, there's Eddie, uh, uh, Bullseye. I met Bullseye's mother actually last night. Uh, but uh, Bullseye, and so just finishing up here in my report from Fagan's den. Oliver's been sent off by Fagan. Fagan's, you know, still, you know, making a production of things. Uh, here at the Dickens Fair. Oh, but it, now we're just getting some lovely music going. It makes me want. I'm hearing a harmonica player. Can't even. I can't even place it. Uh, Fagin's working the crowd, and Fagin's making a move. Fagin's off. Uh, Fagin is heading off uh, to another destination, uh, leaving the den. Uh, and heading, you know, to to a new place, uh, to to you know, to to do Fagin-like things. These are a few of my Fagin things. Oliver, these are a few of the Fagin things I recognize: uh, Oliver and Nancy, Bill Sykes and Bullseye, uh, Dan's and pickpockets, and other things. I won't lie. No, there, uh, there's probably no bright paper packages uh, wound up with string. Uh, these are a few of my Fagin things. Uh, dirty laundry hanging in his den. And some beat-up chairs. So, sorry I'm saying, but this is just too, too you know. Uh, something and something. And the guy named Eddie or whatever... His name might be. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So live from Fagenstein. Uh Next week will be uh, the Divine Miss M will be here instead of me. Uh, but you know, what, what you get what you pay for. Hey everybody, this is Scooter here. Marley Watch, uh, 2017, or you know, 1220, whatever continues. 
and I'm here at the children. I guess this is a children's section of the fair, you'd say. Um, there's the adventure carousel, a hand-powered carousel. It's the London Sweet Dish Dispatch, where you uh, send a. It's a London Sweet Dispatch, where I think you send a. I don't know what you send. Uh, some sort of package, or uh, I think you try to get a chimney sweep down the chimney. There's also the Moonlight Fiasco and the Boot the Cat game. Uh, you could get Mr. Punch's pasta there. I, I, I do recommend their garlic bread. Uh, there's three Punch and Judy shows a day. Uh, I see Mother Goose uh, playing games with children. I'm not kidding either. Uh, same Mother Goose from uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers. Uh, there's uh, paint, uh, paint the paint garden where uh, my daughter made my mom's uh, Christmas gift last year. There's a shop, uh, Curious Things. It's a curious creature on top of Curious Things. And there's one more shop I can't quite make out. It looks like another, maybe a fairy-themed shop, uh, possibly. And then there's those things where you stick your face in to get your picture taken. Uh, there's one for Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. There's a Christmas tree, another great spot for uh, pictures uh, for your holiday, you know, for your holiday album. Maybe next year, maybe this year, you choose. Oh, your Mother Goose is really working it. And, I mean, talk about action. I mean, you just go from a Mother Goose show to a Punch and Judy show. They have Alice in Wonderland or a Lewis and Carol-themed show. Uh, you can take a ride on the Adventure uh, Carousel. It's $4 a ride. Uh, lion, a tiger, zebra, a princess is on a zebra, elephants, a tiger, lion with a crown, a giraffe, a tiger. I think we covered it all. And uh, beautifully decorated. Even has giant uh, Christmas decorations. I think uh, I forget which section I'm in here. I'd call it the kids section, but I'm, I'm behind the sign that says what section we're in here. Standing in front of the trash, so I don't, you know, if I'm going to obstruct anything, it'll be the garbage. Uh, so just uh, another little moment here from the Dickens Fair. Another live report here from the Dickens Fair. And I found another little uh, lovely spot to, you know, just take it all in. I mean, I, I could honestly do an hour-long episode from this spot here. I believe we're at the, like, on the edge of the London docks. Uh, there's a bar full of, sa I mean, this is literally packed. Like, there's the Sailor's Home Bar, uh, the Jolly Tar, Rum, Beer, Wine, <laughs> yeah, I have trouble saying that, Ale, Tonic, and Grog, uh, Feather, Feather, Stone, Feather, Stone, uh, Feather, Stone, Gunnery, and Salvates. So these are all uh, here to serve the uh, the docks. A lot of dock workers here, and uh, you know this is the I, I think this is the Paddy West stage uh, where you know they'll be singing later. I mean you can hear the joyous chatter uh, here on the London docks. Uh, clock the time says uh, it's about twelve twenty. Um, uh, Paddy West School of Seamanship is here for the kids to play. That's a sh another show. And I'm uh, standing in front of the East India uh, Company. Well, it looks a little smaller than it. It's closed for Christmas, uh, crew only. Uh, seaman goes in, babies come out. That literally says it. Uh, Captain Solemn's 
uh, Leapenhaus and Maternity Ward. And there's a sign for the uh, Royal Mail through line. Uh, new and important arrangements. Uh, the British Seamen for British Ships sign. The Marine Society. Uh, the War Sprites. And uh, earn big and uh, go to sea and sail and do it all in as little as five days. Um, a lot of wonderful things here uh, to take in. I'm trying to look for any more signs. Oh, this is another um, beautiful painting, too, of, uh, I guess, I don't know, if it, is it across the River Thames? Uh, there's a clipper ship there. Uh, Paddy West Stage has its own backdrop, which is quite lovely. Uh, red alert, you know, no, I did not develop a crush yesterday. Crush, just a non, uh, pat- like a patron, like a, a non, a, a person, a fair goer crush. Uh, probably won't see that person ever again, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you know how I, I am with, uh, you know, can't handle uh, actual intimacy of any kind, but, uh, you know, I've, I've fallen in love with in my mind. But here at the London Docks, you know, with people gambling, we have people eating, uh, chattering, having drinks, uh, preparing for a show. Uh, but you can hear the lovely uh, music. I don't know what it, what, it, what is that. I think that's is that a harmonica that just cut out. Uh, but there's so much. I, I think I was saying there's so much to take in. There's uh, two, four, five people gambling. I think I played cards with them once. Uh, Back on my days when I was out there, there's another seven or eight sailors uh, uh, sitting enjoying each other's company and a couple, you know, you can't tell like what's real drinking and what's uh, fake drinking, but I think they're getting getting ready for the show, so they're starting to do some uh, show promo. So I guess this is like the green room for the uh, Paddy West School of Seamanship. Yeah, and there's, I just saw the guy that I want to write a movie about. Um, I think I talked about it last year. He uh, looks pretty good. Last year, he, he didn't look like as good, and I was worried about him. I mean, I, this is not a joke. Uh, uh, just, you know, sometimes Scoots, you know, I, I do care about him, you know, but I, I uh, this one uh, red-haired man could be a relative of mine. I've always observed him here at the fair. He's a performer. He's a singer, talented, talented man. Um and I don't know, like I said, well, he's the one I'm going to write a movie about. Uh, I don't know if I still have, you know, I don't know if they would pull that off, but, uh, you know, it helps me pass the time, uh, you know, my imagination station. Uh, and, the, you know, the Paddy West School of Seamanship, they're getting ready. They're, uh, so the Paddy West School of Seamanship show is about to start, so I'm going to move on to another location as, uh, as people start to uh, gather uh, to enjoy the show or to participate in it. I've spotted uh, Edgar Allan Poe. I, I think maybe it's David Copperfield or something. I don't know who the... Uh, I don't think it's... Uh, what's that guy's name? The one Sherlock Holmes. And a couple other characters, uh, you know, that seem pretty uh, Dickensian, you know, the, the ones I missed, like, uh, you know... Oliver's return and, uh, you know, Pip and uh, that guy from the beginning of the Pip story. I haven't seen Miss Havisham. Uh, you know, that's, I missed her last year. You know, you know, Miss Havisham, you don't miss her till you know her. And then, uh, you know, we say, how old is that cake? Uh, that's, a little, that's my Miss, miss Havisham 
got to be able to say it to spray it, Scoots. Yeah, do the Miss Havisham comedy tour, uh, 20. I mean, I don't know when is every. You know, they say everything comes back into fashion. Uh, you know, me and Miss Havisham are still waiting for the day she comes back into fashion. And uh, you know, I, you know, I could wait. I guess I could wait all day. It was uh, uh, for Miss Havisham. You know, I'd love to uh, see her. I'd love to know her. I guess I don't. I guess I was wrong. I, I'm watching, and I don't see Edgar Allan Poe here. This is definitely uh, royal types uh, walking. I guess I'll follow them because you know why not? Why not follow the royals? Other oh, toasting something. You know the riches. Um, you know toasting their life. Second second uh, show crush. I think I just developed a second show crush. Possibly just based on shoulders alone, but you know that I'm a sh- you know I'm not a shoulder man. I wouldn't say that uh, exclusively. Uh, you know, it probably isn't the best. Um, it's you know, but but I you know I do I do appreciate you know I I am a nape person. I'm a big fan of the nape, N A P E, is my and my lips are dried, so I'm, I won't be you know it's a podcast. You can't really pop pop anyway. I can see all the way across the London docks to Fagan's uh, Den. There is activity. I'm, it's a good thing I'm at about 100 yards away because uh, it looks like Oliver. Uh, I don't see Fagan or Bill Sykes. I see Bullseye and then the other characters whose names I don't know. only reason I know Bullseye's name is because I met you know, Bullseye's mom. Looks like I see the Artful Dodger and then Craig or whatever that. What is, is the other kid's name is? Billy? I think it's like a, a Tommy O'Brien or something. Um, but they're putting on a little show, and uh, a lot of people walking by. Oh, that was that Oliver was saying something about a scarf. I think maybe he stole Nancy's scarf. Not sure. Uh, the upper class is still to my to my right. I think they're probably waiting for a show. I think it's called you know the uh, the landed gentry. Uh, Variety Hour. I mean, that was something I pitched uh, to the Dickens Fair. Um, I will pitch it. I guess I didn't. Landed Gentry. Is that only in the U.S.? Where is it? Uh, I guess you don't need to be Landed Gentry if you're royal, right? Um, the I guess you could work classless class into it. You'd have to do... Uh, is it? Are they called the upper class? They're called royalty, right? If you're not royalty... What are you? But you'd say, yeah, this is the uh, class. I don't know. I think the landed gentry variety. What did we say? The landed gentry variety hour has a ring to it. I guess I'll save that for the. Um, I guess one of the Renaissance fairs. Uh, but this one, um, Royal Review. That sounds like something at a, you know a theme park. Uh, rambunctious Royal Review. Uh, Royal Review, you know, I, I don't know. I don't quite have it. I don't quite have it down yet. Um, also, there's the, uh, the lovely puppet show here, and, you know, there's puppet makers. So if you need, uh, if, if you're looking for puppets, the name of the puppets, uh, puppeteer, the name of the puppeteer, uh, the name of the puppeteer is Dangerous Puppets, uh, handmade, it looks like puppets. Uh, very, very nice. And then a couple signs. There's another sign for rat tarts. Uh, there's an advertisement for the Crystal Palace of Sir Joseph Paxton, who I, had, uh, I think I had the pleasure of meeting him for one of it. The grandeur does not consist in one thing. 
but in the unique assemblage of all things, wherever human industry is created, you will find here. And then the Church Immigration Society Protected Party for Canada, it's by the Reverend Jay Stevenson, uh, the Beaverline Steamer Lake Superior, principally required for Manitoba. That's from London or Liverpool to Winnipeg, including a sea kit, uh, six pounds, 12 S's and 10 D's. Don't know what those mean. Uh, plus a pound required for meal and expenses. Uh, there's also an ad here for the suspension bridge of Isambard Brunel, uh, the Clifton Suspension Bridge. Uh, master builder of ships, railways, tunnels, and bridges, and the botanical patrons of Marianne North. As we hear the jingles and the jangles of people wearing bangles here at the Dickens Fair. And, uh, you know, just to kind of finish up here this segment live at the Dickens Fair, the uh, Royal Rich Guys Review. There you go. It's all. I am. Uh, they're, they're getting ready for their show, and uh, yeah, that's it. Happy, they're saying happy Christmas to one another, maybe to like one of their betters, like an older gentleman. These are young lads walking around, like they own the town. They all got canes or walking sticks, whatever you choose to call them here at the Dickens Fair. Here I am near Pickwick Square in front of the candle shop and the potter shop. Uh, just soaking in the atmosphere. There's a man. I don't know. Looks like he looks like a bit like an admiral. He has the longest pole I've ever seen at the Dickens Fair, uh, and he's making conversation. I don't know if that's Horatio Hornblower or if that was a historical figure or not. Uh, yeah, there's also the cookies and milk stand, uh, the Fellowship Foundry. Animal Angels is a place where you get bangers and mash here. You know, the real focus of the attention is the candle shop uh, where they hand dip and hand make candles. And the children are here. Uh, they're watching the candles being made. They're laughing. They're touching. And it's a hands-on process, obviously. Handmade, hands-on. And just for those of you, there's no use of bespoke. Yet, yet at the Dickens Fair... I have yet to see the use of the word bespoke. So that's another thing, uh, you know, that you wouldn't have to worry about. You say, well, she said, I don't like bespoke things. Uh, but these are a few, I, don't, I guess, it, is handmade and bespoke the same thing or not? Um, but you can hear the pitch man, the candle man, uh, who, who, I guess I can't sing, but who could make a candle, uh, dip it in some wax, uh, spin it and cut it and form it uh, like that the candleman can actually but these are mostly candle women so the, the, that you know, that song needs to be more the candle people can uh, who could dip the candle once again in some green and red wax uh, cut it and you know uh, put some ribbons on it uh, how about that the candle family can or the candle, you know, the candle, candle, candle group, the group of candle cooperative can, unless it's run by a giant candle corporation can. Uh, there's also games of chance here for the children to play. This this one I, 
I'm looking at is the uh, Incredible Machine or something it's called. And you uh, you just, uh, it's like one of those, like an, inf- isn't it, what's an infernal device? And then there's the what, the, the Build-A-Better Mousetrap, what's that called? Uh, I know it has a word in it, it's like a named after a person. Uh, but yeah, it has one of those where a bunch of things happen. I guess I could try to observe it from afar here. Uh, let me relocate. I think you, oh, a man on a giant bike coming by. Another jingling person walking by. Uh, teetotalers taking the pledge and walking by. Uh, yeah, the Candleman, Candle family can. Oh, and here goes the device. Uh, the ball, as it goes up, a flower scoop goes into a train. The train blows, drops it into a bowl, drops out of the bottom of the bowl, goes down the bowl, rings a teacup. Rolls down, it got stuck, but that's fine. Uh, raises a sun, puts something to, feeds the chicken. Chicken lays an egg. Egg goes down, and out comes a candy cane. And that's the Marvelous Candy Machine, just in case you're specifically looking for it, the Marvelous Candy Machine here at the Dickens Fair. And there's a lot of characters in the Green Man public house enjoying uh, the morning. It looks like a meeting of the, uh, the semen, uh, or... Uh, I think because who wears blue? The, you know, the, the Royal Navy wear blue? Uh, or does every military person wear blue? Uh, what do you do when you feel blue uh, and you're wearing blue in the Navy, in the Royal Navy? Ooh. Uh, scoots go easy on the. Oh, I forgot we're also on the lookout. Uh, here at the Dickens Fair, day two, we're on the lookout for. Uh, uh, we're always on the lookout for paintings of ships. I see some portraits here. Oh, cause this is, okay, so you have the Green Man Inn in Public House. And then you have Prince Edward's Pub. So plenty of places uh, for your holiday. What do they call it? Your ho- Oh, yeah, there, there's like a big military man. He's got ribbons. He's got uh, ro- gold ropes and all those things. He's here. The candles are here. And... Uh, People are walking arm in arm. And you can just hear it, you know, if you just listen in the background. Uh, people strolling. Um, and it's tough to tell uh, who's happier. Uh, the seven, I think there's over 750 performers here at the fair. And, uh, you know, but it, you can always partake in the performance as well here at the Dickens Fair. Here with another live report from the Dickens Fair. I'm outside the Adventurers Club, and within, I can't, I, I can't hear what's going on within, but on the stage is one uh, world-famous Edgar Allan Poe uh, reading from a script. I don't know if it's a stage play. It may be Sherlock Holmes on the stage. So this is, a, this, I don't know if this is a crossover or a mashup or, um, or a reboot. Maybe this is a reboot. Uh, it could be a pre-boot. I did. Isn't there? I don't. I'm not sure. But they're on stage. Uh, uh, people are clapping. So I don't know if it's a song uh, type poem. But the crowd is really into it. And this is here at the Adventures Club. Also, Holzer and Combs uh, Haberdashery is here, where you can get your hats. Uh, Madame Louise's uh, uh, ladies' uh, fashion accessories, bonnets gloves, shawls. Uh, You can hear the crowd really is being worked into a frenzy within uh, uh, Poe's show. 
it, it's a serious stage. Now there's a real melodrama. It's a good thing I'm not in there because uh, uh, is it Sir, was Edgar Allan Poe ever OBE? Was he ever Sir Edgar Allan Poe? Um, I'm not sure. It was something I'll never know, uh, Mr. Poe. Uh, but uh, really a lot of acting going on. And I, I'd like to know if this man is Sherlock Holmes. Uh, and, and there's also, you know, this is a family-friendly event. Uh, but just like, uh, you know, animated movies nowadays, there's always a lot of uh, uh, double entendres here at the Dickens Fair, which I think I'm observing something. Uh, you know, everyone has a twinkle, you know, more than one twinkle in their eye because uh, they're here for fun. Fun. Uh, some other shops in this area is uh, Velvet Bedlam, uh, which I can't, uh, another dress shop, I believe. Uh, and then Nana's Nursery, I, I covered that spot at, at one point. Uh, I don't know what this area is called, Adventures Club Row is what I would call it. Uh, but maybe it's not, because this is, uh, Adventures Club's on a corner here at the Dickens Fair. And a lot of people walking around, very busy. Um, for I mean, I, mean, I, I was worried uh, here at day two uh, when I would be doing live reports from the Dickens Fair, like how busy would it be? Would it be busy enough for me to get good uh, uh, background audio so you could feel the bustle? I'm watching people leaving with bustles. Feel the bustle of the bustles. Um, I don't know. Is that Was that ever? And uh, Let's see. The Bo is still acting. And the Adventures Club has plenty to look at uh, on the walls. Uh, it looks like, you know, a club where adventurers would hang out or where Edgar Allan Poe would put on a stage play. And I could try uh, track down the name of the show um, uh, here, but it's still going on. Uh, Three-person drama and uh, lots of fun. I mean, even, the, like, uh, wow, it looks, it looks like the actors are real people. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break... Uh, Am I, am I, wait, am I in method? Because I guess it can't be. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't mean to break that for you. It's the real Edgar Allan Poe acting. That's what I meant. It's the real Sherlock Holmes and the real Edgar Allan Poe acting in a play, you know? I mean, that's easy. They, they, they're acting in their own reboots. You say, who are you going to get for the Edgar Allan Poe uh, Sherlock Holmes crossover pre-boots? Ed, who do you think? Edgar Allan Poe is who I'm going to get. Um, who, who else would I get? Why would I get anyone else? Uh, but, you know, how often is it that you get, uh, I mean, paparazzi? Who needs paparazzi when you can be, I'm about 10 feet away from Edgar Allan Poe and someone I believe is Sherlock Holmes. So they don't have the Sherlock Holmes hat or a magnifying glass. But uh, I think it's safe, a safe assumption because they have that, uh, that layered coat thingamajig. Uh, that uh, Sherlock Holmes usually has. And I believe, you know, I, I believe Sherlock Holmes is here. It looks like the play is coming to a conclusion. I think maybe it's a Sherlock Holmesian play uh, that he's investigating um, something and, and Poe seems to be the narrator. Uh, I mean, you can't beat it. If you're a Poe, I mean, how could you beat this experience here at the Dickens Fair? I mean, doing a live report. I, and believe it or not, I didn't realize this just now. I'm looking through a wreath. I'm watching the show through a holiday wreath. Uh, you know, and, it, and this is a you know neutral holiday. Uh, you know, if you celebrate whatever way you celebrate your holidays, um, you know, at least you, you, I guess you're celebrating it now by sleeping through this episode. It's a good thing, you know. I'm carrying you 
to my this is a, you know this is why I love doing these shows to share this uh, holiday tradition with you. And I'm gonna pause now and take a picture of Poe, and so I'll be right. I'll be back to try to close out with the name of the show for this segment here. So so I just checked on the name of the show. It's the Writers Lecture Hour. Uh, so it could be uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in there dressed as. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I guess Edgar Allan Poe had it like uh, right. He just dresses as Edgar, like he is Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, I mean, that would be a harder level to do it on. It would be a harder level to do it on if you're Sir Arthur Conan Doyle having to be dressed as a as a character. Um, but you know, the, the, our beliefs have been suspended and our disbeliefs have been upended as I try for another ode uh, it won't be pretended I love odes and I love the Dickens Fair it's another live report here at the Dickens Fair from uh, your buddy Scoots uh, I can't go anywhere here at the Dickens Fair without running across these uh, gentries or whatever I guess I, you know learned me to keep my mouth shut I'm strolling the fair now usually I try to stand still Passing time trinket, trinkets, time trinket, time trinkets. Uh, another lovely uh, shop for trinkets. You know, ti- I could say timeless trinkets if you don't mind me saying. And they have a beetle, a golden uh, beetle as their emblem. And then Blue Moon Designs. I don't know if that's where you can get your bustles or your petticoats. Uh, you know, one day I'll be opening the shop, Petticoat Junction. And the only thing we won't have is petticoats. They say, well, these are these are bloomers, Scoots. These aren't petticoats. They say, well, this is welcome to Petticoat Junction. How can I help you today? Uh, Scooter here. Uh, another great uh, sign. I think I had it in uh, the feed last year's bone pins. It's a uh, flying pig. And I'm here again with a view of uh, the dark garden where uh, people are modeling. I can see Flockmacher from across the way. And uh, I guess I haven't got these shots. There's a tarot reader here. I've lost the uh, gentry, so I can't. I don't know where they went. Uh, but yeah, there's a tarot reader, and bone pins, and bone pins also has night lights. Uh, very nice night lights. Uh, uh, daylight artwork they call it here at bone pins. Uh, just in a, I don't know if they actually have. I think they just have daylight artwork. Not. Uh, I mean, pins of bone, that's a, uh, that's a tough call. Uh, and yeah, you can get your terror read. The soul's road to wisdom. Uh, and the fool is, of course, the card that's looking at me. And I'd say, right on, man. That's, uh, that means something good, right? All right. Uh, and uh, you know, I'll be back with more live reports here. At, uh, I guess I guess keep, trying to, keep trying to find another way to sign off. I, I thought... Uh, uh, doing live reports would be easy, but uh, you know they say I gotta find a new sign-off. Uh, Scoots uh, signing out. How's that sound? Another live report coming in here from the Dickens Fair. I'm standing outside the only place I can stand, the Bohemian uh, public bar with uh, fine whiskeys, real absinthe, and special things, champagne. Others I can't keep reading. Um, inquire within though. And it, it was like one of the, I think one of the few, it's an absinthe bar, too. Um, I did, I think I did have absinthe with Bo. And I don't recommend this kind of stuff unless you, you know, for me, but for you listeners, uh, 
Uh, but it's really well decorated. Uh, it's got this beautiful paper lamp that says absinthe, and it's green. Its sign is Muha, Muha-ian. Can you say that? Muha. Edward Muha, right? I always say Muka myself. Uh, but it's got, it, it just, it's really cool looking inside. It has tapestries on the walls, places to sit. Uh, other beverages on tap. Now, right across from it is uh, another pub, so you know you could get you, you can get it on here. Believe me, I've gotten it. I, uh, but, you, but you don't need to. This is my second year running, um, and I said to myself, I don't know if I could enjoy the Dickens Fair like this, but I am enjoying it uh, to an unbelievable level. And you, you can stand here, you can see the pub, you can see the restrooms, you can see the sweet nuts. Cinnamon Crunch Almonds, uh, just $7. Uh, uh, there's a wooden shop where you can get your wooden mugs. Uh, and, you know, plenty of, plenty of drinks to be had. Uh, met, you know, right outside Mad Sales, Dockside Ale House, where you could catch some shows if you need to. Uh, the Absinthe Bar. And, you know, not that far from our other stop, a, a Celtic jewelry shop. Uh, a Celtic jewelry shop that I can see in the distance. Uh, sterling silver shining uh, in the light for, for real really looks great and just more people uh, strolling the fair enjoying themselves some people eating some people chatting uh, you know grand time is being had uh, without a doubt here at the Dickens Fair uh, um, trying to see if there's anything else within the absinthe bar there's a green some paintings. I don't. I don't know if there's any ship paintings. I'd have to move around. Um, is oh, big mirror. Is that a mirror? Or is that a whole other room? I love saying that. Yeah, it's a big mirror uh, behind the bar, and uh, two uh, paper absinthe lights. I'd like that, even though I can't. You know, uh, and people inside just uh, chattering and enjoying themselves. Uh, and yeah, I see a couple other pictures. And uh, people just having fun here and uh, enjoying their day. Oh, Bill Sykes and Nancy are walking by. Um, and it looks like they're, they're oh, they're, 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 there's people that know them. Uh, the legend, Bill Sykes, giant velvet robe. Uh, he said, aha, and then he headed off to his next destination. Uh, wait, which is right behind me at the mug shop chattering Nancy uh, carrying something in her hand a box and they're off so we got also got a live sighting of Bill live sighting of Bill Sykes and Nancy here at the Dickens Fair uh, another live report coming in here at the Dickens Fair I just ate lunch had a sausage roll but there's plenty of places to eat right here at uh Prince, there's the tippling toad, or you can get turkey, chicken, uh, duck, lamb, and desserts. Fine traditional dining: duck, la orange, baked potatoes. There's Mr. Barker's bangers. That's what I had last night, uh, and they have hot, hot mustard there. Very cool. They also have French onion soup. I saw someone eating that. It looked delicious. Uh, very delicious. Iced tea. Uh, bangers and mash plate you know there's a bangers and mash band and a bangers and mash plate I mean how could you go wrong then you can get a drink over at the Prince Edward's pub you can look in at the Green Man Inn 
and uh, you know those are just a couple of places but i did eat, i didn't eat it I, I yeah i guess i had a banger last night <laughs> that's what chuck dick said you know what i'm saying all right uh, i'll be back just here with the live reports uh, from the great dickens christmas fair on location father christmas and uh, mrs claus i believe mrs christmas miss christmas I mean, Prince Albert and the Queen aren't married. Why do Why does Santa and uh, uh, you know his lady friend have to be married here? He's Father Christmas. You know, she she could just be Mama Bonnet because she has a beautiful red bonnet on. Holly, and uh, Father Christmas is taking his time with the boys and girls of uh, of the Dickens Fair. Uh, memory you'll never forget. I, I'm telling you, I have a picture with my daughter with Father Christmas. And I mean, I don't want to take sides here, but you know, I'd take Father Christmas over Santa. Uh, just like a little bit uh, more classical. I mean, I mean, again, like uh, I don't know. He's a, he's a slimmer. I don't know if that's part of you know being Father Christmas. You know that there's a if you're you know if you're creating Christmas progeny. I mean that that could take. I mean that does burn calories. I don't know how many calories because you think. Uh, you know, they, they say, well, it's not my, I don't have that problem, so I don't have to process, you know, I don't think the Fitbit, I mean, it would just count that as steps, maybe, or uh, hops. Uh, uh, you know, how do I get myself into these, uh, how, you know, these dilemmas? But yeah, we're, we're, Father Christmas is taking time with all the boys and girls and uh, friends here at the Dickens Fair uh, to say hi to them, to ask them their Christmas wish- wishes, and uh, to find out more. And just spread the cheer around. I'm not sure what his lady friend's role is. I mean, what did I say, Lady Bonnets? The woman in the bonnets. You've heard, you know, you've heard, you've heard of these other novels with those on the train. The woman in the bonnets. A mystery, a thriller, in a holiday tale, all rolled in one, the lady in the bonnet. But they already didn't they have the lady on the? There's the girl on the thing. The lady in a bonnet. That's why my lady wears a bonnet. Uh, you know, is that Neil Diamond that sings that song, or someone else? You hear the drumming of the, uh, the adventure carousel as it uh, goes around. And children are painting away at paint gar- in the paint garden, uh, crafting and uh, coming up with things. And uh, still, Kringle, Father Chris Kringle, it was fathered by was this is that sired? Is that only with horses that you're sired? Well, I'm sired by Father Christmas. Uh, well, they yeah, that was called Buddy the Elf. Uh, no, 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 Buddy was an elf, uh, and uh, that's difference. Did they ever get it? Is that Elf 2, the paternity test? I don't know why I'm doing Elf. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm just thinking this. I'm as confused as you are. Uh, But you know who's not confused about their job to bring Christmas joy to everyone? is Father Christmas and his lady in the bonnets. Uh, And that's why. And maybe that's what, as he's uh, swinging in the sleigh and singing, he says, that's why my lady... Where's the bonnets? Uh, you know, just at creaky dulcet tones, you can say stuff like this. 
except if I, ha I don't have any more material. But, you know, I could use it. I, I mean, I could use more material without a doubt. Uh, and, uh, can, can, Scoots, can we get a happy Christmas? Well, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to everyone listening. Happy Christmas to Father Christmas. Happy Christmas to all. To Mr. Punch's Pasta. Where I, I do recommend the garlic bread, just $4. Uh, pasta, marinara, marinara, meatballs, and pasta. Mixed green salad, there you go. Get your greens, leafy greens. And you could also get a side of meatballs or a meatball sandwich. I think I had the meatball sandwich one year as well. And it was, uh, you know, it, it was good. Uh, here, Scoots will be back. I didn't say it. I'm not going to be too repetitive. And, uh, you know, I won't be recording any Punch and Judy, clearly. Uh, thank you. All right, this is Scooter here with a live report. I'm outside the Green Man Inn in Public House. I'm watching Ebenezer Scrooge eat either his breakfast or his lunch, and he's not happy about it. It seems to be a meat pie, and uh, maybe with a side, a tiny side of brandy. He's digging in. Very Scrooge-like look on his face. Uh, he's fully suited. Looks like he's on his way to work. We'll do some following of the Scrooge now. Spectacles. He's eating it. Um, trying to detect what he thinks. I, I think I he's wiping his fork. You may have even heard that. Uh, wiping his knife and his fork off. And taking it into his mouth. He's looking around. Spins his plate with his finger. Instead of um, moving his food, he moves his plate. Does anybody else do that? I like that move. It's actually... It's like a lazy Susan, but you don't need, you know, with just the plates. And taking another bite here. And very carefully, small bites. I think that is, maybe that's a Zen thing. For surprise, Ebenezer Scrooge would be eating like a Zen person, but he really is. He's chewing his food, taking tiny bites, very tiny bites. Um, eats with the back of his fork. Now, that's probably something... Uh, no one would be as surprised about uh, you know, what kind of man is Ebenezer Scrooge. He's a man who eats with the back of his fork. Eats alone. Uh, another thing I have with Scrooge. Uh, you know when it's Ebenezer Scrooge, he prefers to eat by himself. Uh, you know when I eat alone. Uh, he's still eating. This is like really, we're getting a lot of good uh, face. I mean, I can see his face, so I guess technically it is FaceTime. Ebenezer Scrooge, another bite off the back of the fork, an ace bite, if you might, don't mind me saying. Uh, meeting of the admirals, I think that's what they are, is break, breaking up. And, oh, wow, like uh, Scrooge is almost completed. I mean, do you ha I guess I don't live in Victorian London. Is a meat pie, is that a, a, for supper, lunch, or breakfast? Because well, right now I'm here at the Dickens Fair. It's about 11 a.m., so it's like a brunch time. Um, but, it, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge just complete. Oh, he just completed it. I don't know if you heard his fork in his plate get settled on now. Okay, so he's a post drinker. I had one of these friends uh, in uh, high school. He would eat his entire lunch and then drink his drink, and that's what Ebenezer Scrooge does. Myself, I'm, I need a constant stream of liquid if I'm eating anything. I prefer liquids all the time. Obviously, some, for a long time, it was the wrong liquid. But even now, as I record, I have a bottle of water here. I just paid $4 for a sparkling soda. Um, also just got a telegram. That won't be in the actual episode, but I got a telegram for Scooter. And uh, I, I have a rabbit here sniffing, sniffing the mic, getting ready for a show. 
for all the children. I don't know if you heard that. Ra- that was a live rabbit sniff. That was the rabbit from oh, uh, the waiters at uh, asking if uh, Mr. Scrooge enjoyed his lunch. He, it doesn't seem to have enjoyed it. He isn't. He said it was bad, like he used this S word, not the S H I S T U P I D word, about uh, the question, "Did you enjoy enjoy your lunch?" And I see Jacob Marley in the distance, and, uh, and I know their paths will cross. So, oh, Scrooge's oven going now away. Um, I don't know. Do you eat on credit? Is he eating on credit, or uh, he's pushed his chair in? So that's one thing, you know, character. Let's not you know, do any character assassinations. Like, uh, he pushed his chair in, and uh, he's making eye contact. So those are, I think, maybe David Copperfield just walked by me. Okay, here I am at the Grenadiers, between Grenadiers Gate and the Grand Concourse. Just taking in some more of the shops uh, here at the Dickens Ferry. You have... Uh, a book and print shop, and then a shop that carries Astro Labs, puzzle rings, and jewelry. Uh, you know, there's, there's things on strings. Uh, the Happy Christmas Shop. Uh, I think that's a, a place we all wish we could shop at every year. See, where do, how much is that Happy Christmas? Where, what, uh, does it come in powdered form? Or, uh, you know, magic sprinkle form. How do you, like, uh, do, do, does it one dose a person, like, like uh, and how much, I mean, you could pretty much charge, uh, I don't see any signs that say guaranteed. So, um, we have to look into that. I mean, that would be quite the gig. Uh, uh, Happy Christmas is, I guess, something everybody ideally wants. Uh, I don't know, I mean, so... I don't know, maybe I should go in there. Now, what would happen if you shoplifted uh, from the Happy Christmas shop, you know? What would, uh, well, I mean, seriously, like, uh, could you steal a Happy Christmas? I think this is sounding like a little bit like a rom-com. The year shop, you could come up with a bunch of different ones. The Disney Channel, um, shoplifting the Happy, no. Happy Christmas shop shoplifter? No, that's uh, that's too uh, on the nose. Happy Christmas shop uh, shoplifted. That's a long title, uh, but you got it. I mean, it doesn't make any sense if you don't have Happy Christmas shop in there. There's also a photo par- parlor. It's Miss Piper's photo parlor, if you're asking, and uh, you can get family photos in there, portraits, and the like. Uh, I don't know, I'm really fixated on this happy Christmas shop. Like, see, do you have, like, a back room where I could, uh, like, because they have, like, uh, wreaths. They have some crystal things. They have the Santa Claus statues. They have uh, evergreen. I believe that's garland. They have ornaments, ribbons tied up, uh, bright paper packages tied up with string. They do have that. But I would say, you know, where's the... Where do I get the Happy Christmas? Uh, like, uh, maybe that's why it's S H O P P E. Is it well that, yeah, we're not an actual shop, we're a shop A. So that means we're alluding to a Happy Christmas. It doesn't actually, you don't actually get a Happy Christmas. You get a, a you know, when you leave, I say Happy Christmas. 
I said, well, wouldn't that be Happy Christmas instead? I said, okay, Scoots, move on. I said, well, I can't move on. I mean, this could be the world's problems could be solved tonight, you know, after it closes down. So, yeah, we could, uh, I mean, they said, well, well, what happened then Christmas of 2016? They said, well, first of all, what happened? I said, well, Roberta, I guess maybe I could get a hold of Roberta. Well, say, uh, how did the fiction, maybe I could use the Happy Christmas Shop, you know, the with a bright paper package is tied up with a string filled up and filled up with mystical things that make uh, Christmas so happy so happy you say well how happy was your Christmas so happy well where well the happy Christmas shop where the heck else do you think you're going to get a would you go to the store you got to go to a shop with a P, two P's and an E that's how you get happy uh, forget your Christmas come on get happy uh, do your shopping at the Happy Christmas shop. Um, I could say, I, I could, I mean, I'm not trying to do, like, I really am, this is the best name for a Christmas shop, period. Um, and it's the, the is very small. So maybe that's, again, a, a little uh, a dose of legalese, uh, the Happy Christmas shop. Uh, beyond that is Strawbenders Limited uh, for hats and bonnets, you know, and who couldn't use either one of those? Uh, I mean, if you, especially, if you, I, think about, I mean, this could be, maybe this should be as, uh, like a thing because uh, think about how much spending is going to be, you know, if, if it's a happy Christmas, won't that increase spending in January too? Or will you think it would reduce spending? You say, well, geez, man, I'm, ha- I'm so happy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I've seen people say, like, I think the fear would be people would be happy so they wouldn't spend money. But when you, well, I'm so happy, I'm just going to stay home with my family and do nothing. Uh, but maybe that's what happiness is. I mean, when I was a kid, happiness was marine land. That's what the commercials used to say, uh, which is like marine world, but uh, marine land. It was in Canada. I think it, and then it became Canada's Wonderland. I did an episode, episode 100, I did about that. Um, but I mean, that's it. Like, uh, if you're having trouble with Christmas, I mean, I can't totally guarantee this, but I can make a lot of assumptions and I could assume if you're calling a, a store, the happy Christmas shop that, uh, happy Christmas has come included. I guess it could be something, you know, from a, you know, from a, you know, Twilight Zonian novel too. I don't think Stephen K listens to this podcast or his son Joe. Oh boy, we're getting someone's tickling the uh, um, hammer in the dulcimers. I mean, you have some people with the creaky dulcets, and uh, I've, I've had a couple of people get a hold of me and say, like, I'd like to hammer your dulcets uh, with a dulcimer hammer. And I'd say, well, that's fine because I'm having the happiest Christmas. I, uh, you know, the door that said do not open, you know, in case of sad Christmases. Only open, only you know, open. I don't know. I mean, you think they'd ke- they'd probably keep two locks on it on the the real stuff. The happy, cr- see. So I just buy this Santa Claus statue. Why? How how come Santa's wearing white? I know you know. Is this Father Christmas? Papa Noel? Does Papa Noel preach? Uh, you know, Madonna. You, what do you say about that? Uh, or is uh, but uh, <laughs> go, going far. You say, are you at the Dickens Fair, Scoots, or, or where are you? Yeah, I'm at the Dickens Fair. I've been, um, say, I mean, this could be it. I could just stay out here um, 
for the whole Dickens Fair, which I think is five or six weekends, and then the weekdays, and I just don't move. I would say, what happened to Scoots? He was waiting. He was waiting for the perfect opportunity uh, to burgle the uh, the Happy Christmas shop, you know, and save the. But but not for himself, not for his own Christmas. Uh, for the Christmas, you know, I, well, that's what I do. I'd say, hey, Kloss, uh, hey, Kringle, uh, put me on your sleigh, and you know, we'll, I'll, I'll get the dust from the Happy Christmas shop. They say, 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 Scooter, sit on my knee. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, uh, Santa. That's uh, boundaries. Anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, they, they don't have magic dust. It's a happy Christmas is already within your heart. It's a mirror in the back. They take us. Santa, save that for the Hallmark Channel. You know, I'm trying to uh, solve the world's problems here. You say, okay, how about this, Klaus? Uh, we get a, you get a wood chipper. Or something like that, and a grinder. I'll take everything from the entire shop and put put it in there, and that'll dustify it. I don't know that there'll be enough dust for the whole world, though. And so that maybe we do you have an Earth? Do you have a world randomizer, Santa? Because we could use that. Because I don't want to be the one choosing. I mean, holy. Uh, I mean, I I don't want to have to pick. You say, well. Let's go. Is it like because I mean, just I, I wouldn't, you know, it's be, I wouldn't, you know, I don't even want to weigh in saying on who would get the first round of uh, Happy Christmas dust. I don't think it would be uh, here. I mean, not that we don't deserve it, just as more others more deserving. Uh, we could do targeted, but then you say, well, how come? Well, I, I guess there's Happy Town. Again, I guess we'd need an economist, too, to get way in because it could make it miserable for everybody else. Like I said, I don't anticipate uh, people not leaving their houses at uh, Christmas time. Is that what that song's about? So this is Christmas ruined everybody's Christmas. Well, yeah, because I made everybody happy. It didn't ruin it. It just made it unnecessary uh, because then it became the most wonderful time of year every day. Every day of the year is the most wonderful time. Uh, so there, you know, happy Christmas. You know, last Christmas you gave me your heart. Very next then took all the Christmas stuff away. Uh, this year, you know, to save you from tears, I'll, uh, I'll burgle another happy Christmas shop. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing this year. Just in case, you know, uh, just so this is also fiction, you know, for those of you... Uh, looking to track me down also i don't there's no evidence except for this recording which is just you know i said what is it you know go ahead lock me up i say you know i gave every i would hope people would rise up and and support me and they say well you you did drop uh most of the stuff the, the magic christmas dust and lose it and that made it unable you know so then it was like uh so then the people that lived in the center of the earth, they had a happy Christmas, and then they just came up and they took, you know, then they, they say, okay, well, that didn't work. So that's one possibility. Uh, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, I believe in, uh, uh, I believe with the, the uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, this is really a conundrum. I don't know how I'm going to stop talking about uh a happy Christmas spot, a shop. Plus, it's putting me in a better mood. I was in a little bit of a grouchy mood. Uh, 
because someone here was like, yeah, what are you recording? You know, staff. And then they said I didn't have permission. And you know how I can get. I, I guess I need to, like, okay, this is just a bad idea. But just snorting happy Christmas dust, does it, does it double the impact? Um, probably not. Probably not a good idea either. So I, I don't, I, t- I, t- I take that back. You say, Scoots, how did you save Christmas? Well, you know, you know how I did it. It's, the legend is true. You know, what I mean? uh, I, yeah, I do want to be stop motion animated um, in the Earl. Bi- what is that? Is that Earl Bives? Earl Ives. Earl Bives. Earl Ives. Is that who it is? Uh, you know, well, is, uh, is anybody want to hammer my dulcets with their uh, dulcimer hammer right now? I'm right outside Shuttle Creek Weaving, by the way. They sell brooms, and they sell, they've sell they got a loom inside. So if things don't go well with the uh, Christmas shop, uh, you know, I'll probably get tangled up in a loom. I think that was, uh, is that a, like, a, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to connect that to a Bob Dylan joke. Um, but... Uh, Yeah, that was a that was a Christmas jangler. What went by? Sorry about that. The dulcimers are clank, clanging on the dulcets. Uh, Christmas joy is uh, the loom. The, the, is it a loom or a weaver? I don't know. You know, but they're, they're working hard at it. They're. I mean, they're actually do, looming or uh, um, or something. And yeah, believe me, I mean, I'm trying to distract myself from the Christmas shop, but it keeps calling me. Uh, like, luckily, did you just hear that when I said it keeps calling me, then that clanged on the uh, harp. Is that a harp? Not a harpsichord. What is the thing you clang with a dulcimer? dulcimer ha- it's a dulcimer. What, what do you hit with a dulcimer hammer? What did the dullard say? What do you hit with a dulcimer hammer? Uh, dulcimer. Oh, really? Kidding me. Did you did you hear about the Happy Christmas Shop? Uh, it exists. Uh, I don't know. Can, is there any graduate students out there? Anybody pursuing a degree in metaphysics? I know there was that uh, Physics of Christmas book. I kept meaning to use that as a uh, like a, as a um, thing, but uh, I was like, oh. Uh, but I, I actually, this would be probably more metaphysical, the metaphysics of Christmas. Um, it's a Christmas shop, shoplifter. There it is. That's my autobiography. Except there's no happy in there. So that would probably be, uh, you know, spoiler alert. I was going to call it the happy Christmas shop shoplifter, but, uh, that, you know, so then it's just the Christmas shop shoplifter. I don't know. It still sounds a little bit like a, a Hallmark channel. Like I run into somebody as I'm leaving, and you know, I don't know. Then, then I guess you. And then why write it? You know, just to take Oliver, switch it out. You know, throw in a Christmas shop, uh, put it in uh, Orange County or something. You know, tie it to some vanilla version of a current event, and you know, like. Uh, this town has banned Christmas trees. Yeah, I think we got it. Uh, maybe Disney, you know, if we get a star, we could do get it on the Disney Channel. 
Um, but they actually, you know, you know, you got to be talented. And not that, not that the other chance. Please don't put words in my mouth, head. Please don't put words in my mouth, mouth about uh, talent. No, no, no. I'm not saying anything bad about talent on non-Disney channels. Disney uh, supporting robberies of happy Christmas stores everywhere. Uh, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It'll be burgled, not robbed. Uh, and everything, like I said, I got the plan. And now I just got to track down enough uh, inventory. I mean, that's the only thing that worries me is that Klaus was serious when he was like, uh, oh, no, it's just that they say, oh, yeah, you really want to have your Christmas, Christmas stuff? You just got to come in back, look in the mirror. Uh, and, you know, maybe they put an LED behind the mirror that lights up and it says, uh, oh, there's your happy Christmas right inside you. So... I guess you got a little story here, uh, which is good because I had to. I probably had to replace some of the audio uh, for some other stuff. But again, when that's the uh, that's my happy Christmas material. Uh, but I probably have even more. I mean, I'm. Uh, I, I don't think I'm moving from this spot. Uh, plus, it's like. Uh, I mean, I guess this could be another plot. Is that uh, now I don't want somebody else to get like. What if somebody overheard me, and was like, "Holy cow! Why didn't I think of that? I've been working here." You know, I, I want a happy Christmas. Who doesn't? You say you could charge it, or they just, you just say, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, why are you charging uh, $40 for this Santa? I can get a TJ Maxx for $9 when you could charge a million dollars for it. Let's say, okay, we got a jingler coming, so I'm going to, um, you may miss a jingle bell. I don't know, it's Jingle Bells. Can I sing that song? I don't think I can't sing actually. So, uh, but yeah, here I am here and uh, still outside the Christmas shop. So I'll I'll give it a rest. Uh, I mean, not not mentally. Uh, I can't. I mean, I can't let go of the idea. This is signs just staring at me too. It says the Happy Christmas Shop. Won't let me go. Actually, and I just noticed there's two. Um, are those gar- oh, wreaths? There's two heart-shaped wreaths, uh, which I mean, those are more for Valentine's Day. So say, what the heck? You know, say, yeah, that's right. Get over here. Have yourself a happy little Christmas. Yeah, why don't you sing? Why doesn't the good go? And, and you say, well, okay, I don't practice Christmas. It don't matter. You can be happy anyway. Is a is this a trick? Like you're only happy on Christmas? I say, oh boy, I didn't. Th- good thing. Good thing I always over talk things out because. Uh, if uh, if I didn't overtalk things out, I wouldn't have realized that it was a trick. Oh, you're only happy on Christmas. I say, well, that's uh, uh, one. one. <laughs> I guess it's like 360. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm plus one. You know, one out of 365 is not bad. You say, I just moved to one. I just started working at one of those Christmas fields. I just moved to one of those things. It's Christmas every day of the year. Uh, you say, well, I feel like I'm stuck in one of those now with the Christmas shop because uh, I said, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, how often do you get in, uh, get entangled in a mental thought process of a happy Christmas shop? I mean, how are you going to forget about it? No, I'm not. Uh, and that's what the happy Christmas shop is singing that song. Don't you forget about me? And I said, don't worry, I'll be back at 11 p.m. I'm gonna be, you know. I don't have a uh, cat burglar suit or any cat burglar level skills. Uh, 
but uh, again, I guess I got. I guess I maybe. Okay, here's an idea. Here's here's what we'll do. Twenty seven. Okay, I, I guess I can't release this. I'm gonna get a job there. That's there you go. And there that's uh, maybe we could boost ourselves up to. Uh, I don't know. Is there a Christmas network? But yeah, we could get a. I'll get a job there. Then I'll learn all the secrets. I say, by the way, um, uh, Maud, uh, while you were uh, on your smoke break, uh, a, 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 a street urchin came in and they said, uh, you know, they said to me, they said, uh, uh, Happy Christmas. Is this a Happy Christmas shop? I said, Of course it is. Welcome to the Happy Christmas shop. You're in the right spot if you're looking for. Anything and everything, everything, you know what I'm saying, to make you happy. But I didn't, Maude, actually, I didn't know what I was saying. I said, because I said anything and ev- everything to make your Christmas happy. And then I said, wait a second, I don't know, I don't know everything that we carry, Maud. Like, all the Christmas, all the happy, and, and the urchin said, well, I'll take that, governor. And then I said, well, do you have two bits and then the street urchin said, "Not to rub, not even two bits to rub together." I guess it'll be another miserable Christmas for me. And I said, "No, no, no, not on my watch." I said, uh, "How about a Christmas watch for you? Uh, a happy Christmas watch that'll make you happy." Uh, it's not actually. It's a, like a like it doesn't work either. I have a watch at home. I'll give it to you. It's from Burger King or Happy Meal or something. So I'm gonna do that tomorrow, Maud. But all before that, um, I may paint it red and green. Um, is there any mirrors in back? Because I'm mean, just wondering, do, like, do, like, because uh, I've been telling you about that employee training, where you said, you know, just what in what training? This is, you know, this is how to charge sales tags. And I said, thank God for computers, right? Holy, this square is the best, or whatever the heck it is. But anyway, Maud, no, no, no. I mean, like, the extra training. Like, uh, when they ask and they say, you know, I'm here. Don't the, don't people ever say that with that quiver in their voice? Like, uh, I'm here. I'm here to purchase a, ma- a happy Christmas. Don't they ever say that to you? That, like, uh, they're here for a happy Christmas. Maud? Oh, that was in my brain. Oh, no. The uh, job interview is coming from inside my brain. But that's what I'll do. That's my plan now. Um, if the woman's name's not Maud, thanks, Brain. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, probably probably a pretty good chance, so I wouldn't worry about that too much. Um, but, yeah, what, what, where's the flaw in that? And, um, and then maybe what could happen, you know, then we don't, you're right, then there's no moral quandary, except once we, um, you know, figure out where we're going to disperse the happy Christmas dust, uh, you know, weigh, weigh all that out. But, I mean, uh, there won't be any quandary about what to do otherwise, you know, so we'll just get, be like, yeah, this is where we get, I mean, this is the happy Christmas stuff. And, uh, okay, I finally... Okay, there you go. I ran out of Happy Christmas material. Because, uh, I mean, this, you see, what could be... Uh, how, how, how was Scoots going to run? Well, he decided he would work there and then realized, uh, uh, you know, and th- that would be too on the nose. They say, well, ever since I worked at that Happy Christmas shop, you know, I feel about Christmas. 
it's busy. You know, that's the busiest time of the year. It's exhaust. I'm exhausted. Uh, and, uh, you know, the boss looks forward to it. So I guess I kind of dread it and look forward to it working there, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a mirror in back. I guess I thought, you know, I thought there was magic. Ends up the magic's in your friggin' heart. And that's a metaphor, not a... Um, so anyway, we're at the Dickens chair. But excuse me. Holy macaroni. I've been doing 26 minutes of uh, Christmas store material here. But uh, I'm glad you're here at the Dickens chair. Uh, I'm glad I'm here with you. Maybe I'll, uh, I guess I could, like, uh, spiral this out into its own little episode. Uh, if I can find it. Say, well, maybe tomorrow I could find uh, something else to obsess about. Or maybe this could just be, I guess this would be a good way to end the show um as we're here at the dickens fair the happy christmas shop i guess that'd be i mean that's what what nicer way for you to sleep than to picture me working away at the christmas shop every day you know even i guess i wouldn't i don't think i would work there in the you know in the summer uh that would be tough but if i guess if i have to protect the, the i mean if i truly believe in the magic of the happy christmas stuff that you know say well when you you know when you get level 12 training scoots uh you see you have to pay for that training they wait a second i work here though i say well yeah if you want to don't you want to um vertically integrate or whatever we call that like get a promotion i was just thinking you know once uh, i said once scott stops working here um you know, because I, I say Scott, there's no Scott that works here. I say, holy cow, uh, this place really is. You know, I, I, I wish I could, t- but I said I don't think I could get a promotion because I can't uh, tight tape paper packages. You know, I can't do the rinding up with string or whatever. I mean, I can sing, and uh, so that's it. I ho- I'm glad you joined me here at the Dickens Fair, and I hope you have a happy Christmas. And that's what they say here. So that's a great way to close it back out and bring it back is that uh, they say happy Christmas and they mean it here. And they w- and this is one part of that. You know, you take one dose stick and share. Uh, you put your right hand in and, and you, you shake it all about. And then you have uh, a happy Christmas. And that's what they'll say when you see them. And they'll mean it when they say it. And you'll see it when they mean it. And, uh, you know, they'll say happy Christmas, happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Happy Christmas.